Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 17, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Pill abuse forces look at drug fight. Cuba hits wall in two-year effort at privatization, and Yahoo Search calls up a chief from Google. In this morning's national headlines, Obama and Romney step up accusations. Pride for Romney from Mormonism's first families, and universities are reshaping education on the Internet. In today's financial headlines, bank is fighting bid for data in rate case, Regulators and HSBC are faulted by the Senate, and merchants are considering credit card surcharges. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Joe Nocera. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Mexico City, by Damian Cave and Michael Schmidt titled, Pill Abuse Forces Look at Drug Fight. America's drug problem is shifting from illicit substances like cocaine to the abuse of prescription painkillers, a change that is forcing policymakers to re-examine the long and expensive strategy of trying to stop illegal drugs from entering the United States. This rethinking extends beyond the United States, where policymakers are debating how to better reduce demand for painkillers. The effects would also be felt here and in Central America. With the drug wars in Mexico fueling violence, some argue that the money now used for interdiction could be better spent building up the institutions, especially courts and prosecutors' offices, that would lead to long-term stability in Mexico and elsewhere. The policies the United States has had for the last 41 years have become irrelevant, said Morris Panner, a former counter-narcotics prosecutor in New York, and at the American Embassy in Colombia, who is now an advisor at Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. The United States was worried about shipments of cocaine and heroin for years, but whether those policies worked or not doesn't matter, because they're now worried about Americans using prescription drugs. While a major change in policy is not imminent, it's all aircraft carriers, none of it moves on a dime, as one senior Obama administration official put it, The election of a new president in Mexico, Enrique Peña Nieto, is very likely to have an immediate impact on the debate. Peña Nieto has promised to focus not on drugs, but rather on reducing the violent crimes that most affect Mexicans. Mexico and other countries nearby, especially Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala, are withering under a metastasizing threat, violence caused by drug traffickers. The American response so far has mostly involved a familiar escalation of force, characterized by the addition of law enforcement and military equipment. But in Mexico, a shift in priorities is already apparent. Since 2010, programs for building the rule of law and stronger communities have become the largest items in the State Department's anti-drug budget, with the bulk of the money assigned to Mexico. That amounts to a reversal from 2008 and 2009, when 70% was allocated to border security and equipment like helicopters. Now the drugs most likely to land Americans in emergency rooms cannot be interdicted. Studies show that prescription painkillers and stimulants to a lesser extent are the nation's biggest drug problem. Of the 36,450 overdose deaths in the U.S. in 2008, 
20,044 involved a prescription drug, more than all illicit drugs combined. And whereas cocaine and heroin have been concentrated in big cities, prescription drug abuse has spread nearly everywhere. Today, there's drug use in every county in Ohio, and the problem is worse in rural areas, said Mike DeWine, the Attorney General of Ohio.